Welcome to Try, Try Again with Catherine Velez, a podcast dedicated to relationships, the one with yourself and others. I woke up this morning with my mood feeling as gray and overcast as the smoke-filled skies outside. I had something very different planned for today's episode, but felt like working on something hopefully a little more inspirational. This week, I have heard many people say they feel they're in a holding pattern and feeling trapped. There's so much uncertainty and planning anything seems pointless. Several people suggested they feel like they're just stopping and waiting, waiting for something to happen that will allow them to move forward, to return to what life used to be like, Fearful that the status quo with its lack of direct human connection will become the new normal. If you were feeling stuck in a holding pattern, trapped, uncertain of what to do, and frustrated or fearful about the future, I hope some of the wisdom from people whom we might view as trapped will help. In July 1942, Annalise Marie Frank and her family went into hiding from the Nazis. She and her parents and her sister, as well as four other people, lived in rooms totaling about 500 square feet from July 1942 to August 1944, approximately 25 months. Anne was about 13 when she went into hiding, and at 15, her hiding place was discovered. The Gestapo came, and she was eventually sent to Bergen-Belsen concentration camp with her sister. During her time in hiding, she kept a diary that was published in 1947 approximately three years after the war and after her death. The writing is often described as funny, hopeful, and even happy. She had a routine during the day. She wrote about normal teenage things, crushes on boys and arguments with her mother and sister, but she was also working on a goal. During this terrifying, uncertain, and what must have been suffocatingly heavy time, Anne Frank had a goal of having her diary published. She'd heard on the radio a speaker encouraging people to write their wartime stories, and that was something she could do. She was able to do in her current circumstances, and so she set about doing it. Her book has been published in 70 languages and sold more than 30 million copies. The building where she and her family and four others hid for over two years, was dedicated as a museum in 1960, and that museum, known as the Anne Frank House, welcomes over 1.2 million visitors a year. This teenage girl was able to find meaning, hope, and even happiness in her writing, her routine, her goals and relationships under some of the most difficult and terrifying circumstances. In 1995, Christopher Reeve, a man who seemed to be at the pinnacle of success, was thrown from a horse. His neck was broken and his spinal cord was severed from his brain. He was paralyzed from the neck down and told he would never move again. For all of his fame and fortune and success, he appeared to be a man trapped in a body that didn't work anymore. He could have accepted what he was told by doctors. He could have decided to give up and stop living. He certainly had every reason to do so. But in those nine years that he lived, he started a vigorous exercise program and began regaining movement after about the fifth year. Not a lot, and he wasn't cured, but he had some movement, and his brain and his body began to work together. 
He supported foundations for handicapped children and founded the Christopher Reeve Paralysis Foundation to promote research in spinal cord injuries. He even acted and directed in films. He credited his wife, Dana, and that without her love and support, he would have just given up. He said, what they don't know is that in the morning, I need 20 minutes to cry in order to wake up and make that shift. To say, this really sucks. To allow the feeling of loss to be acknowledged and then think, okay, now we move forward. And that's what I encourage you to do. Feel your feelings. Acknowledge them. Journal about them as Anne did. She wrote in her diary, not to herself, but to her best friend, Kitty. Write in any fashion that serves you, to yourself or someone else, living or passed on. Write to God, but just write. Anne Frank said, I can shake off everything as I write. My sorrows disappear. My courage is reborn. Think about the power and conviction in that quote. And then dry your tears, take a deep breath, and forward. Dana Reeve once said, We have become accustomed to living our life with joy amidst pain and challenges. My hopes are for happiness no matter what happens. Those comments are life. She's talking about the true path to living a fulfilling, meaningful, and joyful life. And happiness can occur no matter what. They did not let the external determine whether they would love one another, whether they would be happy. They found that inside themselves somewhere and within their relationships. They left us a legacy and lessons for many things, including what to do when we're feeling trapped, stuck, fearful. Do not sit and wait. Keep moving forward. Keep planning. Keep setting goals. That is what I would encourage you to do as well. Lean on the things you know to be true. Your relationships, your family, your friends, your faith, your work. Feel the pain, see the obstacles, but don't allow them to make you feel stuck, trapped. Allow the joy in because it is there. Find it. It's in the seeking that we find things. I would also argue that because Christopher Reeve, Dana Reeve, and Anne Frank did not rely on the external to direct them, to make them happy, that because of this, even though they may have looked to us as if they were trapped, they were not. They were absolutely free in the most important sense of the word. With people such as these as our examples, it is incumbent upon us to strive and to seek that freedom within ourselves. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please contact me at katherinekempelez.com. I will leave you with one last Anne Frank quote. Think of all the beauty still left around you. Have a great week. <laughs>